Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you are listening to us. And welcome to another episode of the podcast of Material Business with Infinity Growth. My name is Monica Hernandez, your host, and I thank you very much for being tuned with us, for following us, and for sharing this information with everyone that like to listen and take it. Today we have a super special guest that I had the super big pleasure of meeting, Alec Groisman. And I, different from other podcasts, I won't introduce him because he has a lot of things that he will share with us. And one of those is a super great introduction. Alec, thank you so much for being with us here today. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, yes. Good morning Monica. Yes. Thank you very much for inviting me this day, 27th of March, 1993, Monday. Yes. And uh, <laughs> You made great job. You oh, inviting you. a podcast, different scientists from all over the world, from different yes, countries and various uh, genders and various interests. Therefore, you make, in, in my opinion, dissemination of knowledge about corrosion and materials is yes, very important for all people from students, pupils, engineers, and scientists of different ages. Thank you. My pleasure. This is exactly what we want to achieve. We want to reach as many people as we want and share as many things as we want and talk about all those things that are very important for everyone. We are, we are human before being engineers or professors or students and this is the humanness of the technicality and I am super glad that you accepted my invite to share with our audience today. Thank you. Yes, but I'd like to know that I'm usual person. Yes, no, not super. Yes, I'm usual person as many of us. Yes, and uh, you give such opportunity to deliver Yes, to be familiar uh, with many specialists from different yeah, countries. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, do, do you want to know how did they come to corrosion? About my love to corrosion? <laughs> Absolutely. I can, you know, I am super, super curious about all that journey of yours. So please go ahead. Yes. I would like to say you that yes, I love corrosion, but after my love to my wife, Olga, and to my children, yes, Sasha and Donat, and his family, their families, and my grandchildren. Uh, therefore, it's very interesting that we ought to talk a week ago, 20th of March. This is annual International Day of Happiness. This rose is from my garden. I live at the north of Israel, 130 kilometers north to Tel Aviv. 
And this year, according to United Nations General Assembly report, World Report of Happiness, we are my country on the fourth after Finland, Denmark, Ireland. I think that all that we do, yes, and today in this podcast, this is to make people more happy. And of course, if we speak, we talk about my love, I'd like to show you that I live in Astrakhan many years ago. This is on the River Volga. So, uh, when uh, River Volga enters to Caspian Sea. And when I lived in this city, I worked, I began working in Astrakhan City of in Central Research and Development Laboratory. But it is very interesting story because I feel I graduated have graduated from the Moscow Chemical Technological Institute, named after Medvedev in Moscow in the middle of 1970s. And my speciality was separation of isotopes and uh, producing of pure substances. But uh, Soviet authority didn't give job to me because I was Jewish. And they sent me to Siberia at minus 45. But when I came back, came back to the city of Astrakhan because my young wife lived in this city, I'd like to work uh, in the university, but local university, technical university, the rectors, rector of this university said that no, we do not, we did not give job to Jewish. Therefore, I went <laughs> on the streets and read different Zion boards uh, and names of organization, and I read Central R&D Laboratory of Oil and Petroleum Products. I'm, I entered this building, entered this building, and saw the name of Rzhavsky. Rzhavsky was the head. In this is Rusty in Russian. I said, I'm Jewish. He said, no, I cannot give you job in isotopes, but we need a person who know how to paint the tank in far tank farms. I thought that did, that this is for only a month. As you see, yes, I worked in corrosion, protection of corrosion, paints and so on during 47 years. The first 16 years were very important and very interesting for me. And me, uh, I entered and I dived in this uh, role. Uh, one of them, yes, I'd like to show you our vapor corrosion inhibitors that I researched for protection of inner surfaces of above ground storage tanks containing fuels. And these corrosion inhibitors are organic compounds that can sublimate from a solid phase to a gaseous phase under normal conditions. I received very strong physical chemical education and I knew well thermodynamics, kinetics, and surface chemistry, and physical organic and organic chemistry. And I learned that people came to learn, to study, to research corrosion and materials from different disciplines, mostly or methodologists, material science. But at that time, uh, in 1970s, I came as chemical engineers. And I studied the history that the first corrosion inhibitors 
vapor corrosion inhibitors. It was invented by American Jewish chemist Aaron Wachter in 1943 from the company Shell for U.S. Navy because U.S. Navy had many cannons and the first shot was blank shot, dry shot, and of course enemy could reveal, detect this uh, ship. Therefore, inner surfaces sh should be protected by some uh, for, for some way. And Aaron Wachter invented, he revealed, detected the one, the cyclo the cyclohexylabinitride. And we detected that these uh, corrosion inhibitors, vapor corrosion inhibitors, can be, could be used for protection of inner side of above ground storage tanks. And we used many of this uh, this this way to protect inner side of uh, inner side of uh, above ground above ground storage tanks uh, uh, above fuels. Then we research also only two examples I'd like to show you: aluminum okay. metallized coatings for tanks containing fuels, and we uh, invented together with one institute in Moscow, robotic system for automatic application of aluminum coating on tank sheets from both sides. How are tanks erected? You know, this is sheets, yes, that uh, were welded. And mm -hmm. we, uh, I uh, researched, investigated the history of aluminum metallized coating. And the first was Maxim, Max Alrich Shop, engineer from Zurich, Swiss. And his invention in the beginning of the 20th century, 20th century was very interesting. This year we celebrate 120 years of thermal spray. And this invention was based on his observation of his children shooting with flubber guns in the garden where the lead bullets form splats on hitting the wall. And I wrote about this in my first book, Corrosion for Everybody. Another legend is that Max Ulrich Schaub was hunter. And in hunting, he also uh, saw as these lead bullets from splats when hitting the uh, tree. Uh, we investigated porosity, adhesion, bending, content of aluminum oxide coating, and accelerated test. But what is interesting in Zurich lab and his lab shop, it was written, it was written inventing means 1% of inspiration, 4% illusion, and 95% mistranspiration. This is very <laughs> important for our young generation, students, scientists, and engineers. Uh, uh, I appreciate this uh, uh, engineer shop and this process sometimes is called shopization. I behaved as a child with a toy. Do you know what is the difference between behavior of a child and an adult? No. Yes. Swiss psychiatrist Carl Gustav Jung defined the children dismantle the toy world and enter all small things. And this is exactly that I did in my laboratory. This was the first corrosion laboratory in Astrakhan in oil and gas fuel industry. The adults search the relationships between different parts. This is exactly that I do now.
And I repatriated to Israel in 1990, 33 years ago, and I began an oil for oil refineries limited company working in central research and development laboratory in Astrakhan. I visited nearly all tank farms and gas stations in all 15 republics of the former USSR. And this gave me wonderful experience during 16 years living in the former USSR. In Haifa and Ashdod, we had two refineries in Israel. And I began working for research and development in oil refining industry, created corrosion and materials laboratory. Then parallel, I dealt with education, teaching and technology. This is as Israeli Institute of Technology, different universities in Tel Aviv, engineering colleges in Israel. And what is interesting, we created immediately in 1992, Israeli Corrosion Forum that is uh, very active up to now. I was very active in dissemination knowledge about corrosion and participate, he participated in European NES AMPP now conferences. This is one of example of my corrosion monitoring method at the overhead of refining industry of refinery. This is the heart of each refinery, atmospheric column, and this is air cooler. All the air cooler and heat exchanges, condensers. As you see, red points, corrosion probes, two types of corrosion probes. This is electrical resistance probes and coupons. We compare and all this is, was described in my papers and the first book, Corrosion for Everybody. We also were, I think, the first uh, who created this corrosion monitoring in two, refiner in two refineries and other, at other units too. And we dealt with famous companies in US, Robert Kazaska Metal Samples and Cormon in England. Uh, I have many examples, but I think we stop uh, here. For sure. No, that's a really great introduction. So you are you did a lot of first things, and I think a lot of the things that we are using today in corrosion monitoring, um, they develop out of that. So thank you so much for your dedication and hard work. Yes, not problem. Yes, it was my pleasure. Uh, so let's move into the next question, yes. perhaps. <laughs> What's the motivation? I know you have so many books and then you've published in different languages and different different approaches. So what's the motivation for books and, and different languages so it can reach other people? Yeah, it's very interesting. My mother was a teacher of mathematics. My wife is a teacher in chemistry. Therefore, I live all time with teachers. But I didn't like teaching. I know it's very difficult. Yes, but at some stage after 20 years of working in the industry, yes, I felt that I know much. And I also as adult began to connect, intersect, interact with different subjects, different uh, uh, disciplines. And I thought how to deliver corrosion subject in attractive form. And I began looking for corrosion and connect and interact with art. 
with history, music, with love, with humor, with philosophy, and even with sex. I can say that, yes, all these connections, I have different lectures and I deliver them and Eurocore conferences, for example, Corrosion in Art in London, Corrosion in History in Italy, Corrosion in Music in Scotland, Corrosion in Love in France, of course, in Nice, in Corrosion in Humor, yes, in Montpellier in France, Corrosion in Philosophy in Moscow, Corrosion in Sex, where? Of course, in Germany. I delivered in different universities and colleges in three languages, English, Hebrew, and Russian. And uh, about 15, 20 years ago, I went to decision to write corrosion for everybody, that all peoples who deal with corrosion, not to say, because I saw many people say, this is very nasty phenomenon. No, this is beautiful. This is interesting. <laughs> Phenomena. Therefore, I wrote, yes, I wrote the first time in this textbook, this is general textbook in corrosion. Yes, after many of my courses in uh, universities, because parallel, I taught in different universities in Israel and in, that, in engineering colleges. Uh, the, set, the last chapter six exactly uh, is dedicated to humanitarian aspects, humanitarian aspects of corrosion science and engineering. And I thought I began writing in Hebrew, but my rector said, Hebrew, how many people in Israel will read this book? Yes, and I wrote in corrosion, corrosion for everybody in English 13 years ago. What's very interesting, Nace, yes, rejected this book. But Springer immediately published this book on 365 pages. I said, the last chapter for intelligent people who deals with art, painting, sculpture, music, philosophy, and so on. This year, about three years ago, before COVID, the Institute, Israeli Institute of in Energy and the, the Protection of Environment, made survey, survey among engineers, scientists, students over the Israel, and they decided all 100% said, we'd like to read not in English, we'd like to read on our native language in Hebrew. And during these three years, I wrote this book on 750 pages. You may see this, yes, very big wow. and very, 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 I think, very heavy, yes, very heavy book, yes, and <laughs> you may even smile, Monica, but I'd like to remember you. The Bible was written in Hebrew. Now our Bible in Hebrew was translated into 700, heaven, 700 uh, languages. Therefore, I hope this book, now I ask to make, I ask for my colleagues in United States, Canada, uh, Germany, in uh, the Netherlands, England, uh, Belgium, Italy, Spain, Russian, uh, Czech Republic, Slovakia, and all the in Kazakhstan, they all say that we'd like to have our corrosion textbook in our native language. Each person, I think that it is very important that each country should have this book in their, 
in their native languages. This is my two other books, and I think that one of them, yes, <laughs> Monica, Monica uh, now began providing the contest for beautiful, the best uh, figure picture on corrosion and materials. And I hope not only this, if the participants, this is the first time that I uh, announce you, if the will be more than 100 participants, I will give two books. If oh, will be more than 300 participants, I will give all three books. And for Harry, the fourth, this is will be in Hebrew, if you want. Oh, okay. Alec, that is such a nice token. Thank you very much. So let's remind our audience there is a contest because the Corrosion Awareness Day is coming very soon. It's coming on April the 24th. So yes. we always like to celebrate it. And this year, thank you to Alec, we have a very special gift to all of you. And he just announced an even bigger uh, prize if we have a lot of con um, well participants in the contest. So to read all the contest um, guidelines and participation, uh, you can read it down below. We'll put the links into it, but it's very easy. You only have to snap a shot of a day-to-day -day article that is corroded and then make the link, like Alex said, between and I, I, now I remember Carlos too, he said, the beauty and the beast. So let's make that connection on the corrosion and an everyday article, a snap a shot. It doesn't have to be super camera. You can snap it with your phone, upload it, and you will be entered into the contest. Okay, and the motto of all my books, this is prevention is better and cheaper than a cure. Absolutely. This is the motto of my all books, yes, for corrosion and corrosion control. And I'd like to show you only several several examples, yes, what I <laughs> wrote and in, in my books, yes, textbooks, and how I begin my courses in corrosion from the Mendeleev's periodic table of the elements. You know, we have now 118 elements, yes, uh, Mendeleev, Mendeleev. Uh, did not invent this table. He opened, he now discovered the periodic law of chemical elements, not table, because many tables were before. And Mendeleev, this, I, I have graduated from the Mendeleev Institute, uh, University of Chemical Technology, therefore I know well, yes, he discovered this law in 1869. When we saw, when we see all this table, we revealed that more than 85 elements, about 75%, all these metals, and 80 non are non-metals, and only six semi-metals. We deal with all these metals. What is common, general, for these metals? They can be oxidized. But when they meet non-metals, okay, this is young uh, Mendeleev, Dmitry Ivanovich, and all people think that he was, uh, this is picture when he revealed this law. No, he was young, only 35, 35, yes, this is in 1907 when he passed away. This is 
<laughs> his real picture. Now I'd like to show you about prediction of corrosion metals. I know we have several minutes to show you that thermodynamics and kinetics, people come to corrosion for in materials from different disciplines. And because I am originally a chemical engineer, I have strong background in chemistry and different subjects of chemistry, inorganic, organic, physical chemistry, surface chemistry and chemical thermodynamics studies, the spontaneity of chemical reactions. We'd like to know if this metal with media, water or oxygen, will react and know, can we predict a particular metal? Will corrode under specific conditions. And thermodynamics gives us a response. This is reactance, you know, it's a little bit Yes, we enter the, the, the river of thermodynamics uh, with reaction products. Yeah, and we know that Jeeps, Josiah Wheeler Jeeps, was the first who suggested this formula to detect if delta G, this is the difference between changes of energy of Jeeps, of energy of different chemical substances, of products and reactants, if these changes will be more about than zero, the reaction will not occur. If yellow, this is equilibrium. In zero, less lower, less than zero, the reaction may occur. This is also for corrosion. This is a traffic light. Yes, you may on the red go. Yes, you should wait, wait for change of light and you should go. But what is interesting, this is similar that you come, oh, guy come to a girl and said, I love you. Oh, I love you too. This reaction and love can occur. Uh, I don't love you, he says. I love you, she answered. I don't love you. No, reaction in love between this metal and media cannot occur. But when she he comes and say, I love you, I don't know what to do. Oh, she, he well, can change temperature, give her uh, flowers to talk to her friends, to uh, invite to a restaurant and so on. We can change in temperature reaction, uh, concentration of reactant of products uh, to change also this uh, uh, reaction. This is the... Uh, Yala University, where Jeeps work. I love he. I love him. No, no. After my wife. Yes, and I can say that it's very interesting. This is the only university over the world where you may read in Hebrew, or vetamim, urim vetamim, laxet veritas, life and truth. This is exactly that we should remember. And I give in my book. Yes, several examples of prediction of corrosion metals when iron with water can uh, uh, react and gold with water and copper with water cannot react, you see? Yes, but copper with water and oxygen can react. It is very important you see delta G minus what do you say about corrosion rate, corrosion rate? If anybody will answer yes in several days to you, Monica, I'll okay. give my book. Yes, what can you say about what is minus nine 
in mining is this reaction, what varies corrosion rate is bigger. Okay. Now, now my, my reply, the thermodynamics allows us to determine which reaction will not happen only. And however, even for possible reaction from thermodynamics, there are kinetic restrictions and we cannot define viability. Even when aluminum, titanium, magnesium, yes, have uh, delta G changes of Gibbs energy less and lower, they can cannot react because of kinetic restrictions, uh, formation of stable, metastable uh, uh, layers. Uh, now I see that we have no much time yet. Therefore, I'd like only to show you that uh, when we talk about corrosion phenomena, the stochastic chaotic processes, and when energy of system against the direction of the reaction, we may see this is stable condition. This is metastable or passive. Passive, you see, this is mm -hmm. non-stable. Even changes of temperature, concentration, pressure can change exactly. Chlorides and other anions, yes, can change this situation. And <clears throat> usually there are no satisfactory kinetic erosion models. And I'd like to talk a little bit later about this. Fantastic. Alec, that is, yeah, we, we need to find a way of sharing more of that and then I'll invite the audience to keep posted because I'm sure there is going to be many more opportunities to come and hear from Alec. That is for sure. All right, so let us go into the next question. How have you seen the corrosion industry evolving in the last 10 years? And what are the challenges ahead of us in that realm? You have been in the industry, you have been in the academia investigation, you have a very well known and understood. You are in a good position to have perhaps give us some ideas on what are the challenges that are going to come. All your questions, Monica, are wonderful. I like them because they, yes, show the vision, wide vision in different objects and subjects. Uh, one of scientists and engineers, Adeliano, who detected, who invented anodic protection in 1954, uh, he went after academy, academia, he went to industry and did not attend 15 years different conferences. After 15 years, he attended one of conferences on corrosion, listened to all, all presentation lectures and said, oh, nothing changed. I can say that our development involving easy, easy, very easy. I deal with corrosion since 1976, 1976, yes. And uh, many, I visited and took part in many NACE MPP, Eurocorp, conferences and in different countries, I can say that development is very, very not, not so, not, not so <laughs> and evolving, not so high as we wanted because corrosion culture does not change. But corrosion management was developed. Yes, 
corrosion industry is not keeping up after corrosion size. I'd like to show only the development of corrosion management. Corrosion management, the planning actions in corrosion control, corrosion monitoring, knowledge transfer, education, study each accident, communication, publication of minutes, regular inspection, maintenance, element of change, and of course, possibility with different documentation and standards. I will detect, define that human factor is responsible for all these corrosion management is 65, 90% for all corrosion cases, for all corrosion failures, human factor. Yes, and what is interesting, for example, several examples that I'd like to show about the evolving plasma electrolytic oxidation or micro arc oxidation. Yes, this is electrochemical surface treatment of generated oxide coatings on metals micro discharges on the surface immersion electrolyte on aluminum, magnesium, titanium. And in Israel, we may see how this plasma electrolytic, plasma electrolytic oxidation is used for creation, the, uh, for producing different coatings on aluminum heat exchanger for desalination plant. Another example, antibacterial surfaces or antimicrobial additives with biocide release. This is self-cleaning coatings were developed. And I said that biocide, natural biocides are used too. For example, buffalo. Another example, this is shark skin mimetics because one of mimetic antifouling coatings is inspired by the surface of shark skin, which consists of nanoscale overlapping plates, parallel ridges, effectively prevent sharks from fouling even when moving at slow speeds. This is picture of, of my students who now works in the United States. Sharks are resistant to fouling organisms in the water, including algae and barnacles. And now engineers and scientists can create such coatings for different for protection and mitigation of corrosion in different environments. About challenges, I can say that I don't like to give different predict predictions. And history of science and technology showed the development was unpredictable. One of the famous historians, Israeli historians, uh, who lives in Jerusalem, Yuval Noah Harari, he wrote three books. One of them, A Brief History for Tomorrow. Then he wrote this book in two languages and I read twice, in Hebrew and in English. He wrote that people, humans, now, like Homer Dells, we can all. And he wrote also that we finished with big wars. And three years ago, we saw now big wars began in the center of Europe. I found him and said, your prediction is failed. Your prediction failed. Therefore, yes, I don't like predictions. But as you see, what is very important from uh, Yuval Noah Harari, that Homo sapiens is the only species on the earth capable of cooperating flexible in large numbers. This is very important that corrosion engineers, corrosion scientists cannot work alone today. And I show that we work today with many different 
objects, subjects, disciplines. Okay, and I I wanted to show you about next uh, that I began uh, I began connect corrosion with process safety for different industries. This is very important. For example, in a, a refining industry, we have 700 oil refineries, 150 types of crude oils over the world. This, the role of corrosion management and process safety will be increased if we begin dealing with these. People who work in process safety do not know corrosion. People who work in corrosion do not work well process safety. But as you see, corrosion result is, results in fires, explosion, release of danger chemicals, toxic chemicals, and process safety is disciplines. It deals also with all this prevention of all these problems. Therefore, corrosion process safety connection interaction should be increased and ideal. What with that? What about creation of corrosion models? It's very interesting that corrosion models creation of them is similar to building weather models. You know that weather constantly changing state of the atmosphere and corrosion constantly changing state of a metal environment system. Therefore, I say the specialists will continue building predictive models of general and localized corrosion, but without success. This is like prediction of duration of human's life. Anybody can predict how long will each person live? No. Yes, I before our <laughs> interview, yes, and meeting, I asked for several companies, big companies, uh, as Honeywell, uh, BP, and other companies about their models. They have prediction models, but they work only for their very, very narrow purposes. And I think that it's very, uh, uh, that prediction of, of corrosion behavior, this is like birth, like birth exchange of history, or like prediction of birth exchange or history. There is no prediction in history. The past cannot be the basics for the prediction of the future. This is exactly, uh, Monica, what do you see here? An apple. No, this is wrong. <laughs> you see the image of apple. This is apple. For sure. You cannot yeah. eat these. The, I can eat. Yeah. Okay. This is the same as prediction. Therefore, sure. I see degree of uncertainty will replace. Okay, of course. Hmm? Here I'd like to Yeah, that's that really is amazing. And you are every single point that you touched is exactly what I have been preaching for 20 years. <laughs> so we need to make better decisions. We need to manage better. We have the tools, we have the experts, we have the technology. We need to integrate those systems for these to work in a better way. So it, it is really enlightening and I, I am really happy that we are, and like you said, 
we are we think very we think alike and I, I really am very grateful when I find people that share my passion. Because yes. every every single one of the incidents and accidents that are caused by corrosion, if we learn to manage it better, we can prevent those. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Yeah, for sure. All right. So let's go to yeah. the next question then. So if you go to the next slide, yes. what do you think we have to do as professionals? I like this question to extend okay. the ladder to next generations. How can we help new guys and girls coming into this realm of corrosion discover the beauty that is in it all? Yes, uh, all your questions once again. Yes, I appreciate because I think in the same, same uh, manner, by same manner. Yes, and uh, first, improve corrosion management culture. Improve, yes, and this is very large uh, aspect. Searching for the ways how chaotic corrosion process result in failure. This we should attract mathematicians. Without mathematicians, we will not be able to evolve new models. Then we should change the relationship of society to corrosion, where exactly as we change the relationship of society to health, to happiness, to the environment, protection of the environment. We solve all corrosion problems with no materials in media. New materials and new hostile media appear as a result of development of new technologies. Here is some new problems, new oil and gas deposits. Alternative fuels and biofuels among them, synthesis and new chemicals and drugs, new materials for servicing new energy systems, biomaterials, metal artifacts and the works of art, aging infrastructure, prognosis, creation of corrosion models. These problems, yes, are very important for us for new generation. We build this ladder. Anti-corrosion measures do not guarantee full prevention, mitigation, protection from failure. Why? Because the second law of thermodynamics, the entropy increases all the time of the universe. As the former president of France, George Pompidou said, we do not solve problems, we live with problems. Okay, and now I'd like to show you that my investigation showed that corrosion events occur every two, three days. Yes, every wow. two. This is my pictures. <laughs> A number of corrosion problems is increasing in the last 25 years. Why? Because of introduction of new process. All time, yes, we see this in all industries, especially in oil, gas, refining, petrochemical and chemical industries. For example, now we organize this uh, corrosion section in the 15th Mediterranean uh, exhibition and Congress at the end of May in Barcelona, in Barcelona of the uh, all countries uh, of Mediterranean Sea. Some universities of colleges remove corrosion causes. I checked, yes, 
before several years, materials performance journal that published published all the list of uh, universities colleges where corrosion causes were. I checked. I made this checking. I wrote during the last ten years all these universities. Yes, about corrosion causes. I think about fifty percent remain. Now corrosion engineers were replaced with consultants. Yes, and the last. Corrosion specialists retire and are not replaced. I know well all my colleagues who retired. Yes, no, there are no knowledge transfer. Mm -hmm. What is important to organize, to create legislation in the field of corrosion management? This is my proposal that I propose at all conference to establish penalties for the lack of anti-corrosive preventive actions and corrosion monitoring. And of course, education and knowledge transfer. 75% of all corrosion failures happen because of insufficient information, communication, interaction, and knowledge. It is important to transfer tacit knowledge. What is tacit? You know to read, yes, in all encyclopedia and books that in many, in our heads, there is knowledge that we have only in our heads. And it is different to put this knowledge. Yes, an experienced specialist should give this knowledge. I call this basic knowledge. Now, to organize teaching of educators, I know, unfortunately, many educators who cannot know, who cannot know how to teach, even they do not know what they know and what they do not know. And the last, not maybe not last, yes, but I'd like to show you who should learn corrosion in industry, chemist, electrochemist, mechanical engineer, metallurgist, energy engineer, chemical, petroleum, biotechnology, environment, civil engineer, materials engineer, microbiology, electrical engineer. And of course, it's important to teach managers. Several times I push managers, managers and managers, and interdisciplinary studies. How to teach managers? Yes, I organized it, our refinery company. I showed it each year, what is the corrosion cost at oil refinery? Yes, and I show what is the losses, corrosion losses, direct and indirect, yes. And I show that this is, for example, for one year was 35 millions. 35 minutes for wine refinery. This is big refinery with capacity 20, 12 billion tons crude per year. This is each person in the refinery, in staff, yes, they lost this money. Then improve corrosion education in industry. Give pedagogical skills to scientists and engineers to be an educator. My personal experience and vision, creation of blocks, of textbooks in curricula for categories of, works, of workforce at different industries as we create Lego, as we create Ella. Five categories I specialize educators and teachers, students at schools, colleges, universities. The third uni, young engineers and scientists with experience less than five years, experienced engineers and scientists with experience of more than five years. Every several years, we should give them as teachers, as doctors, 
and of course managers of different levels. This is very important. Corrosion basics should be obligatory. This is very important point for all industries. Thank you. Alec, it is so incredible because everything that you said, it, it really makes, you know, it makes absolute sense. And again, I have been saying this for so many years. And um, one of the things that always like it stands out is how we lack of like we have been saying the connection between uh the norms and the um, the uh countries or the laws uh we what we do that is mandated because we know we are we go by the the easiest way if we don't have to do it like likely we won't do it and it is very sad because we could gain so many things, but besides of anything, we can transfer all this knowledge to all these blocks that you have put in there. It is a very interesting proposal. And yeah, I am hoping we can develop into that in, in and you know, as much as we talk about this and as we disseminate this message, then that it gets into ears that want to hear and want to help us move this ahead. So we have perhaps time for a last question, I think. Oh, no, there is, yeah, there is a little bit of, of um, coming up, but the next question will be, what is your message then for the audience? What is your message for people that are listening to us, you know, young generation, people that are getting into the industry as we speak? What is your message for everyone? <laughs> this is very important that I uh, all time I say to my students, to young engineers, young scientists, and uh, who begin working in this field to read, read, and read. Only books and articles that are recommended and peer-reviewed. Be careful with internet. Yes. <laughs> Be, oh, yes, yes. Please, well, sir, students usually, yes, this is very easy. This is very simple. Yes, to open to press. Yes, and you know all that is written. The internet is box. Yes, of good and wrong. With correct and not non-correct. Therefore, yes, I recommend to read only books and articles, papers that are peer-reviewed. Be open-minded. Don't take everything for granted. Don't believe. Check and examine. I said to my students and young engineers who come to my lab, yes, please, you are now colleague of mine. Your colleague, you discuss. Yes, don't believe me. Check all that I say. Ask many questions, please. Okay, and <laughs> this is very important how to encourage education in the field of corrosion. This was made question that I asked for many, many years. Ah, uh, this is the same as to ask, why do we live? Do you know, Monica, this is very important question. Why do we live? Because we are looking for beauty. Beauty in every, every stage, step of our life. You may see 
Wow, I see the beautiful woman, beautiful man, beautiful child, beautiful flower, beautiful film, movie, beautiful painters, and so on, sculpture. We are looking for beauty in our life. Therefore, I connected corrosion with beauty. I showed in all my development, in all my lectures, that corrosion is beautiful subject. For example, this is the picture of mine picture. Yes, of rust formed in gasoline tank. After 60 years, you may see this is scanning electroscope uh, scanning electron microscopy magnification with 3500. What do we see? Oh, this is brain. This is exactly uh, the brain of Salvador Dali. No, 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 not brain of his. This is the brain, the brain. This is head, Rafalesco head exploding, which Salvador Dali painted. This is another picture. This is the rust formed on the carbon steel in tap water after seven days. Do you like this picture? Monica? No. I love it. Oh, I when do. This, I do. When you see by means of scanning electron microscope, with magnification, 7,005 calories. You may see common denominator beauty, and you may compare with Dahlia, with this wonderful flower. Please compare these. And what is interesting, that I see corrosion as art in every, uh, in every uh, step of my uh, life. This is from exhibition, the Swan Song in Tel Aviv 10 years ago. This is from Rusted Pier, from Tel Aviv, the Mediterranean Sea. You may see the picture of by Yoram Reshev and Rafi Pellet. And what do you see? This is one of a uh, picture that were in the exhibition, corrosion as art in our Tel Aviv museum. You may see that rusted, rusted carbon steel in the Mediterranean Sea. Yes, this is veins, the veins tensed. tensed. Several days, several hours remain to live. Yes, of different colors, red, brown, yellow, blue, and so on. This is very fun, very nice picture, and you may compare with art. What is very important to say to young people, imagination is worth more than knowledge. And <laughs> several <laughs> aspects I'd like to show you about corrosion and humor. For example, is humor is very important in our life. Corrosion rate is the definition of corrosion rate as is the reciprocal value of the time it takes a corrosion engineer to remain on duty. Another <laughs> one, do we see the iron lady? Yes. Many people know her as Margaret Thatcher, but even Iron Lady needed an umbrella, a good means against atmospheric corrosion. And impeachment attack, you see the holes by escaping steam from crack tube in a brush tube. What is you may compare with impeachment attack is a localized attack related to high velocity. As you know, this is unexpected surprising, sudden event, and inciting that the future, education takes a primary role. Corrosion, education is necessary to differentiate with writing good books, 
on different languages, atlases and museums for corrosion damages, creation of these, computerized bank of corrosion failures and experts, and plant standards in the field of anti-corrosion protection and corrosion monitoring. Each plant in each industry should be created. And now I'd like to show you how corrosion connects, connected with music. Uh, this is Alexander Porfirievich Baradin, one of famous composers, famous composers. Yes, he was also chemist. Yes, but we know him as composer and he created opera Prince Sigurd. I'd like to show how by means of his music, Olaveskin dances to show how can we describe uniform general erosion. You may see new metallic equipment in structures by means of different equipment, ships with good paintings, tags, bridges, different new pipelines. They are well protected from environment. Preventive anti-corrosion measures at the stage of design are carried out well. Different sacrificial anodes from zinc are applied for ships and good paintings to carry it out for cars and wells and so on. Effective coatings, cathodic protection, we have applied, were used for offshore equipment, wonderful anti-corrosion paintings, coatings resisting atmosphere in seawater. Mm -hmm. The environment is well protected against pillage. Different coatings inside and outside against atmospheric erosion, and also bottoms are protected by impressed current, cathodic protection. New cars with beautiful anti corrosion coatings. These cars do beautiful because there are no corrosion failures. There are no rest. All structures, vehicles, and mechanisms are beautiful. These bridges, these airplanes, these reactors, devices are made with corrosion resistant materials and new alloys, protective films on stainless steels, titanium, nickel, and cobalt different dental implants, surgical instruments, ear replacements, and stainless steel utensils are used from these metals and alloys because they have protective films. Copper dome with patina, Madame Kisolan, galvanized steel, and in Jerusalem, gold roofs are protected well, and they look well, wonderful, we enjoy. But these pictures, we enjoy by beautiful metals and coatings. But aggressive variables exist in the environment. Oxygen, water, acids, temperature, pressure, low, bacteria, 
And metal is not indifferent, isn't apathetic, isn't inattentive, inactive. Metal begins to react with them. Bodies fail. You see, this is rusty. Yes, true. Of course, understand. Bar, chiefs, the arrest, general localized corrosion, and corrosion jubilates. Indicators fail. This is bottom of our ground storage tank. It exchanges because of the logical. But corrosion, suitable material, and design are carried out well. The stage of design, equipment may remain good condition. Knowledgeable specialists and corrosionists among them. Therefore, I trust in Rust. Thank you, Monica. Alex, thank you very much. It was wonderful having you uh, in our podcast. To our listeners, keep on listening. I'm sure we'll have a lot more to chat about and perhaps develop with Alec. It is absolutely interesting. He is, he's, he has a lot of wealth on knowledge, and I am very grateful that you decided to come into the podcast and you are sharing a lot of your um, thoughts and investigations and results. And like I said before, we really think the same way. Uh, we need to improve management practices, and that will help us really go where we need to go in this realm. So thank you very much. I just wanted to mention one thing. And it is about the contest for the pictures. We'll have a panel of that is going to help us uh, on the decision of the winner. And do you want to to let me tell the audience before? So it will be obviously Felipe, myself, Alec and we have do you want to go back to the picture alec where you had the rust um yes of course tel aviv and then we can show the audience for the ones that are there there you go for the ones that are listening to uh, shopify or any of the audio i really yes. encourage you to go in looking at youtube because we have this beautiful image so your arm has gracefully uh, said yes to be part of our contest and we are so grateful for that because he has all the experience not only as a for, like photographer professional but also he has created uh, all these beautiful collection of corrosion and um, with Rafi of course but he was part of it and he will be on the panel too uh, look at your pictures and your entries and decide the winner. So thank you so much. And I thank Alec publicly because he made this connection happen. He introduces us to him and then introduced our, our little project and he was kind enough to jump in and say, yeah, of course. So I really am grateful for all your support uh, for being such a wonderful, you say you're not, but you are a wonderful uh, person and individual and scientist and a teacher and coach. 
Thank you very much for being here with us today and to our audience. Keep on post. I will have so many more things that we'll, we want to talk about. And uh, thank you very much for following us and then for making this community bigger. Thank you. Thank you.